Hey, obsessors, this is Jules, and welcome to a special episode of Obsessed. Very often, we get invited to be guests on various podcasts, and I am sharing one of my favorite episodes with Jeffrey Franz of the Made for More podcast. We had a great conversation, and the special thing is I am his coach. I have coached him through his business pivots and accelerating his voice as an entrepreneur. I hope you enjoy this. I hope you understand more about who I am and how we, the women of Obsessed, love to empower and educate. So don't forget, tap on those five stars and give this podcast a listen, Made for More, hosted by my friend, Jeff Franz. I hope you enjoy and get obsessed with your life. Welcome to the Made for More podcast, season one, episode seven. Hey, have you experienced yet the power of life coaching? Today, I have the privilege of sitting down with Julie Loken. Uh, she is a life coach. She's a podcaster, an author, a publisher. She hosts on Clubhouse. Uh, I'm not sure there's anything Julie hasn't done, but more importantly uh, to me personally, she is my life coach. She is my colleague and my friend. And today we get a chance to talk about life coaching. We talk about the uh, options and choices that we have in life and uh, authenticity and uh, some real keys to following this path of success toward all that we are meant to do and be. So join us, won't you, as we talk about an amazing obsession. So great. We are here with uh, Julie Logan, and uh, great to have you, Julie. Welcome. Honored that you're here today. How are things? Jeff, there's no other place I would rather be than right here on the Made for More podcast. So thank you for having me. Oh, man. No, it's our, our honor. Thank you so much. Now, uh, just uh, really quickly, uh, let me see. We met, was it two years ago at this point? Somewhere around there? I'm wow. bad at time. Time has it been two years already. I believe I you're correct. I think it might be over two years. Might be. Yeah, I'm, I'm terrible know. at gauging that sort of thing. But uh, it seems like a lifetime ago. Oh come on! <laughs> you meant that in the most complimentary way, yes. I'm sure. Yes, I did. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Well, as I recall, I was looking as a life coach. I was looking for a life coach. Uh, I'm not one to ask my clients to do anything that I haven't done myself or I'm unwilling to do. And I can't recall it. Um, it's, it's, I know our first conversation, uh, you were a busy person. You were in the car. I don't remember if I called, made that call or you did, but you were, you were driving when we were talking. Was I? It was okay. I remember the very first time I talked to you, it was early morning and I was on a walk. When okay. that's before, you know, you decided you wanted to coach with me. So I am a busy person though, Jeff, and I love busyness to point, but you know, we all have to have that space for reflection 
and rejuvenation uh, yes. of our so- souls, if you will. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I am busy for yeah. for kids. <laughs> That'll do it enough right there. But wow, you're you're involved. Uh, you are a uh, a coach. You uh, you're you got your hand in, in publishing. Um, you've uh, you run a podcast. You're an author. All of those things. Uh, how do you hold it together? Maybe I should ask that. <laughs> Might be good advice for me. Well, the question is, do do I hold it together? And mm. you know, so many people talk about the work life balance, and I do have four children, and I just love to explore and do different things. I'm obsessed with coaching. It is my really, truly my calling, but I don't know if I do hold it together. It's maintaining the equilibrium, if you will, mm-hmm. maintaining that equilibrium. So just being able to bounce back, the bounce mm-hmm. back from not letting the highs get too high or the lows get mm-hmm. too low. Yeah. I like that. I like that word equilibrium. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. More so than holding it together, holding it together, <laughs> holding it together. sounds like everything's out of control, mm-hmm. you know, but equilibrium is a practice, uh, a way mm-hmm. of life. I, I love that. Well, you've, so you've got, uh, you know, a lot of education behind you, a lot of experience behind you, including mm-hmm. a, a law degree. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what can you say about your journey and what brought you to coaching? What drew you there and, uh, uh what fulfillment in, uh, do you find there? What challenges and so on? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, yes, I do have a, an acumen in terms of diplomas, but does that really mean anything? I'm not quite sure. It, I feel it is more the experience that experiences that I've gone through. It helps me teach and coach others that are going through it right now. But yes, I do have a law degree, a master's certification in coaching and a degree in journalism. So, mm-hmm. and when I ventured into the professional realm of law, I realized it was not for me quite immediately. It was something mm. perhaps I was not meant to do. And I was always looking, you know, I knew I was meant for, for something. I knew I was meant for something and I didn't have a lot of self-awareness of who I was. So I just followed in the family footsteps, wanted to be the first female lawyer, checked that one off my box. And then I was kind of feeling lost at that point, really and truly. Mm-hmm. And it took some real reflection, self-awareness, trial and error. But I was working at an international agency that deals with visas and they paid for me to go back and get a master's in coaching. So I did it. Uh-huh. And right there and then I knew coaching was my ikigai or my purpose mm. in life. What what would signal that for you? I was I sat there, I was obsessed, I was drinking it all up. I knew I could change people. I knew I could have that real in the trenches experience of walking people through their lives, getting them unstuck, taking them from A to Z. And I couldn't stop. And Jeff knows me, I couldn't stop. And my wheels were always turning. And I just took that plunge, took a chance. I'm like, I'm going to try this life coaching thing. And I couldn't stop. It just, I don't Mm -hmm. know if consumed me is the right Mm -hmm. word, if that's a good word or bad word, but it did. Mm -hmm. And it gave me so much fulfillment and joy and purpose. Mm. I I come back to that word obsessed. 
Mm-hmm. Obsessed, and that's the and, name of my podcast. Our podcast. exactly, yes, yes, and I think you you mentioned it earlier. Obsessed. So, well, what? Uh, so, I mean, being in law is is a huge thing. It's a noble thing. Uh, I, I can see where it can be uh, very obsessed like <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, one can really dive deep into that but you said you were also working with an international company with regard to visas and such so what what made the uh the coaching stand out what what was different i mean those sound like very uh interesting and even exciting professions as well what, what obsessed you they're they're all they're all very wonderful professions but in law, you get bogged down by a lot of red tape. I, I, as an entrepreneur, so when I decided mm. to take this venture, the ability to navigate my life, the ab- ability to write the script of what I was going to do every day and consciously and intentionally connect with people in a way that wasn't on my terms, but was reflecting their terms mm-hmm. and having that ability to you know, work from eight to 10, take a break, take the kids to school, come back. Hmm. It fit my lifestyle as well. But, and you know, when you're starting something new, everybody, when you're starting something new and you don't have that confidence, you're dipping your toe into something new. I wasn't quite sure of myself and the skill set. but the first time somebody tells you, you changed my life, you saved my life, or thank Uh. you. That's when I knew it was I was on that right path to where I was meant to be. Well, you are touching right on where this podcast is uh, uh, talking uh, about the life of significance. Uh, the title, of course, is Made for More, the Made for More podcast. And what is that more? Uh, I talk about uh, uh, finding that uh, not only the life of, uh, of abundance, but a life of significance, which I translate into making a huge difference in the world around you. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that sounds like what uh, grabbed your soul. And the thought that I was actually going to leave a legacy, mm-hmm. perhaps something, what I've learned, and I have four sons, what I've learned as they've grown older, ages 10 to 21, that they're not really listening to you anymore. You know, they, there's so much white noise in their life, but they're watching you. They're yes. watching you. Yeah. So I've seen little, little examples of them reflecting me in terms of some of the quotes they say, you know, my 12 year olds like tells me, mom, if you believe it, you can achieve it. I'm like, "Mm -hmm. okay, score one for mom there. (laughs) Where did you hear that before? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. How's that feel when you hear that come back to you? It makes me not feel so like such a bad mom. (laughs) <laughs> you know, we, as parents, we all, nobody ever knows that feels like they're doing it right. I right. think as a parent, if you do. Yeah. yeah. I think that. Yeah. Why is that? Paying that attention? When we're, when we're thinking about raising our kids, why is it? There's, it seems like the, the regret is what comes up before the mm-hmm. pride, even, you know, you think more mm-hmm. of your mistakes than you do of your accomplishments, which far outweigh the mistakes normally, I would think. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I I don't always go there because it's such a long laundry list. Oh, what it could have should have, I should have mm-hmm. done this. But we are every day we're learning lessons. And when you decide to learn from those lessons, that's where the magic is and the growth is. But 
when you ignore them or just push them down or that's where the problems are. So yeah, I'm learning. I'm, I'm a work in progress as I know you are. We all are. are. We all. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, that being said now, uh, like I said, we met when I was looking for a, uh, uh, a life coach, uh, as a life coach, uh, but life coaching isn't just for life coaches. Um, thinking in terms of that life of significance, um, mm-hmm. uh, would you say that uh, life coaching is something that everybody could benefit from? What, what's been your experience? Everybody can, even for a short time. And let me just tell you, listeners of the Meant for More podcast, Jeff was and is a stellar coaching student. I mean, it, everybody can use it, but they have to be in that right mindset. They have to really be at that place where they do want change. If they're not, then it doesn't work because mm-hmm. it's all about you and what you want for your life. But absolutely all walks of life. Every, I've, I've had several coaches. Every coach needs a coach. Like every therapist needs a therapist. Mm-hmm. It's a way to... It's a touchstone that guides you. Um, but yes, everybody could use a life coach. <laughs> Good question. So when, uh, uh, what, what has been your experience as far as what people are looking for in a life coach when they're calling you? Uh, what kind of folk are looking for you? Okay, don't tell anyone. This, this is a little secret. It's a little secret, Jeff. So don't tell anyone. On a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go. So, sh- sh- <laughs> I'm wetting everybody's appetite, if you will. But quite honestly, it people come to me for career coaching, business development, entrepreneurial development. But that is like the gateway to coaching. It's mm. the easy way because there's no judgment. What normally unfolds is that, yes, I am looking for a new job, but I'm getting divorced or, mm-hmm. but, you know, I want to do this and this. So typically people do come to me for career advice and then it really becomes more about their full life, their holistic life, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. we are not, uh, we are not just one thing. We're not just our career. We're not just our relationships. We're not just our health and wellness. We are all of those. Right. Right. So it sort of sounds like the, uh, the therapist and the presenting problem, Mm -hmm. the presenting problem comes in and, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I'm I'm dealing with this, and then after some conversation, you peel back the layers of the onion, if you will, and you find out what's going on deeper inside. You find out what are the stories going on in the back of the mind that the client may not even be aware of. It's true. Mm. It's true. And I'm not a therapist, although I always right. pretend I I always pretend I am. You know, <laughs> you play but, one on TV. Yeah, I play one on TV. But absolutely right, the presenting problem. There's always so much more. We, we are not linear beings. We are not linear, right. linear. We're complex. We're beautiful. We're a tapestry of experiences. So it's just so beautiful when I get to see the full person unfold and see them reach their potential as well. Mm. Hey, well, tell us about the, your Obsessed podcast. I am one of the hosts and I have some amazing co-hosts and it's really fun. We love to feature experts in their field. We love to feature stories that of that tipping point, that tipping point where you kick fear in the face, kick it in the (laughs) face and you're ready to take that leap of faith. 
So we love to highlight stories and we just love to have fun and joke around, but it's really something that we hope people will listen to and think a little bit differently about their day. Think a little bit differently or be inspired. So it's, it's super fun. And it's, it's been an amazing experience for me. Yeah, I hope Tia you, said that too. <laughs> yes. I'm not sure what order these uh, podcasts, these interviews are going to be in, but uh, yes, yes, she did. Um, uh, what is significant about that title? I'm intrigued by that title, Obsessed with Humans on the Verge of Change. Well, thanks, Jeff, for that question. It was a fun process, Obsessed with Humans on the Verge of Change. Are we all on the verge of change? And if we're not, why aren't we? And I, we had been toiling and thinking and brainstorming about the episode or the podcast name. And we came up with some really funny names. <laughs> like the one that sticks out was the queen of Qu quantum. I don't even, the queens of quantum. Wow. I, I'm so glad we didn't change, choose that name. <laughs> That's but a mouthful. I stopped overthinking it. And what I always said was, I'm obsessed with humans on the verge of change. And I'm like, and I asked the girls, I said, what about obsessed with humans on the verge of change? And I'm like, yes, that's it. So when we overthink, it's like, don't recreate the wheel, be who you are. And I, I love it. I'm so glad that we named it obsessed with humans on the verge of change instead of the Queens of quantum. I mean, that's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> no, that's an intriguing title, though. Be, you know, uh, like you said, I, I, everybody, I mean, change is the, the only constant, right, mm -hmm. in life. Uh, and uh, we're either aware of the change or we're in denial. One way or the other, we're changing one moment to, a, to another mm -hmm. moment. Uh, what kind of change do you find your um, listeners running into in their lives or maybe even your clients i know you talked about career coaching but uh mm -hmm. yeah what are the things uh is going on in their lives that they're tuning into this podcast and giving you mm -hmm. a call i think people are sick and tired of feeling sick and tired they're sick of they're sick of relationships that don't bring them joy they're sick of careers that don't give them purpose they're sick of their health and wellness journey, bogging them down from being their best self. Mm -hmm. So they're at that place where they're just sick and tired. And knowing that you're not alone, sometimes it can feel very isolating, especially during these pandemic times, you're not alone, that we're going through it too. And we're very, we share our stories and we're very vulnerable in terms of letting it out all out there. Cause I know Jeff, Jeff, mm -hmm. Jeff, yeah. You're not mm -hmm. going to believe it, but I'm not perfect. Uh -oh. I'm not uh -oh. perfect. Don't burst my balloon like that. Yes. Not I in remember, public. I remember someone hearing of my imperfections and he's like, I'm so glad you're one of us. You're a misfit just like us. Mm. So, and we both, I think you remember him saying that, Larry. Um, <laughs> yes. So people, that's how you relate with people by sharing your stories. And we do that on the podcast and sharing vulnerabilities mm -hmm. and things like that. Yeah. 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 Part of my training has been that, uh, being able and willing to, uh, you know, not to, not to bust down on you. That's not what I'm talking about, but being willing to, to look at and to open up, uh, uh, with your own failures. Mm-hmm. 
know, that you're not put up on a pedestal to a point where people can't uh, reach you, which <laughs> I think would hardly be the case, people mm -hmm. knowing me, but, uh, but also being willing, to, <laughs> being willing to own up to that, to accept that and say, hey, that's just part of my foibles. I'm a doofus and I know it. Oh, that sounds like a things. song. I'm a doofus and I know it. Yeah, um, probably I love probably that. country. <laughs> country. Yeah, yeah. But it's true. We all are. We all share such similar, we're all unique, but share such similar experiences. Mm -hmm. Well, what do you find to be the most common obstacles? Uh, you know, you got a person who they know they've got a situation. This is where they are. They're point A at the beginning. Mm -hmm. They want to get to point B. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's that's their destination, their goal. What's in between there more commonly that, that gets mm -hmm. in the way of making that leap? Mm -hmm. So I do help coach a lot of people that are going through a divorce. And I know it sounds so strange. Like a lot of people come to me for business development. A lot of people come to me through the divorce process, probably, probably because of my law background. Mm -hmm. But what gets in the way are their own selves. So you know, starting a business, going through a divorce, initiating, taking action. It's the mm. self-doubt, the imposter syndrome, the feeling like I don't deserve, I don't deserve a good life. I don't deserve what I want. So why even put the mm. effort into it? Mm -hmm. What's the role of the coach in that? Well, the coach brings clarity, Chap. The coach mm. brings focus and clarity, showing them their options, showing them that, yes, it can be done. Let's remember why we started here. Let's remember why you're investing your time. Let's remember mm -hmm. why you're investing your money, your money in this process, because this is what you want. I would do coaching for free, but I know people need to invest in themselves. Right. Otherwise they will not follow through with action. It's putting mm -hmm. your money where your mouth is, so, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So it's, guiding them along, holding their hand, giving them options, showing them clarity, giving them a path that seems reasonable at their own pace and not doing it for me as the coach and remembering who your client is mm -hmm. and walking them through it. So they get to where they always have dreamed they wanted to be. Mm -hmm. It can be done because we have the power. Yeah. Yeah. But I, uh, um know from coaching what i'm hearing you talk about is that the client taking that responsibility this isn't you're showing up and the coach is going to give you all the answers and tell you what to do uh but it comes back to the responsibility of the client to to do what needs to be done sure sure i mean i can't i can get you let's just use this as an example i can get you a job interview but mm -hmm. i can't do the interview for you so it is building that skill set. It is building your your confidence. It is increasing your grit, your resilience, your overall sense of self, mm -hmm. and then doing it yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's how you're going to learn, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Again, with the mistakes, being willing to make a mistake along the way. Right. If you're not if you're not making mistakes, you're not learning. So you're being able to overcome that that kind of fear and and taking responsibility for your life. Absolutely. The ups and the downs. Yeah. It's hey, well, enjoying the mess, right? <laughs> enjoying the mess. Exactly. Yeah. Not being afraid of that. I mean, seriously, I, you know, it wasn't that long ago. I remember being, being horrified by failure. Mm, I mean, really? about it, it would about cripple me. 
Wow. If I if I failed, uh, talk about turning into a uh, uh, a Jello bowl full of doofus. Hmm. You know, it was a horrible feeling. <laughs> till till you can embrace the foibles, right? And that's when you start doofus. to grow. And mm-hmm. mm. along that regard, then let's uh, let's talk about uh, the um, the crown and compass and hustle smart. Oh my! You God. are the author of the book Hustle Smart, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, tell us what that's all about. Well, what I recognized, and thank you for asking, is that starting your own entrepreneurial journey is a hustle and it can be overwhelming. It can be just depleting of energy, depleting of the joy, depleting of your focus. So I just felt I needed to hustle smart, smarter, if you will. You mm-hmm. know, so don't quit your J job and just jump into an entrepreneurial endeavor because that's not the right thing. You got to do it the smart way and Mm. it's building it and it's building your brand. It's learning how to market. It's learning how to create visibility for your business. This is a guidebook. I have two guidebooks on how to build businesses and how to build a coaching business you love online. Mm -hmm. And I'm obsessed with branding. So I just love to teach people how to stand out, how to distinguish yourself from the competitors. So that's my hustle start smart series. Hmm. Where do they find, where do they find a copy of that book? Oh, Jeff, you can get it anywhere. Google it, but you can get it on Amazon hustle smart or Google my name on Amazon. It's super easy. It's very mm-hmm. affordable. And I, it's everything yeah. I knew up until that point that I wrote the book. There's always more coming out. Mm-hmm. Always more. So, how, how does this all fit? You, you are. Um, what would I say? The the head of uh, or the founder of uh, the Crown and Compass. Uh, uh, can you put this uh, picture all together? Yeah, it's Just, very confusing, isn't it? Um, it Crown and Compass. Anyway. Crown and Compass. It was born. It is anoint. Wear your crown and point. Use your compass, and. Underneath that umbrella, I have a coaching business, uh, a publishing company, the podcast, but the Crown and Compass really is the coaching is Crown and Compass Life Coaching.com is really just the core of the essence mm-hmm. of who we are. And I have Tia Morrell, who is a nutritionist, Mika Eltador, who's a certified life coach, mm-hmm. and Tristan Hodges, who is a therapist as well. So mm-hmm. we'd like to have a a concierge of services. So if I'm talking to Jeff per se, per se, and he's like, Jules, I got to lose 10 pounds. I'm like, I'm going to point you on the way to Tia. So, you know, that we have a story folks, true story. Uh, oh yeah. That is true. By the way, I didn't want to <laughs> reveal anything, but it, okay. you have that ability to access different skill sets. So you grow holistically as a whole person. And that was my vision. Oh, I love that. I love mm-hmm. So you you wind up working with a lot of people, like you uh, pointed out the ones on the uh, Obsessed podcast uh, with your publishing company, uh, working with uh, with uh, partners and editors, and, and all. How, how does that work for you? Uh, working as a team, that's got to come with its own challenges and uh, and achievements. I'm a dictator, so they do what I say or they're out of here. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Just kidding. I, reckon, <laughs> I recognize everybody's an adult. I recognize everybody is passionate about different things. 
and bring your passion to the table. And I ask very little, but the only thing I ask is if there is a deadline for something that don't, don't have me hounding you for it. So <laughs> words of experience there again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I love well, them. I love, love, love all of them. A little bit of John Maxwell there. Uh, teamwork makes the dream work. Teamwork makes the dream work. And my thought as a leader is that I am not collecting followers. I am building fellow leaders. Yeah. And that's, isn't that the real job of a leader to, to bring mm-hmm. others up? It's not to walk on their heads on the way to the top, but to, to reach out a hand and bring them along. And not, not all people are like that. And I've seen it. So I'm everything I would want to be in a leader. Like mm. I would want to follow. Yeah. Making that example. Because as the late Martin Luther King Jr. said in his drum major speech, his last speech that he did have before mm-hmm. he was assassinated, mm-hmm. everybody wants to feel significant. We're all born to lead. We're all born to lead the parade mm-hmm. and making everybody around you feel significant like that, that they are the leader. Mm -hmm. That's what all human beings want Mm -hmm. to feel significant, to lead their own parade. Yeah. Made for more. Absolutely. Yeah. And what, what do you think uh, keeps us from achieving that more that we are destined to? However you define more. Ourselves. We are, only lim- we are our only <laughs> limits and the only thing we can control are our thoughts. It's really a practice in retraining what you're thinking about, how you're talking to yourself, the narrative that you're saying, the people you surround yourself with, all these things need to really be looked at, take the deeper look, become self-aware. Mm-hmm. And then it's like the light bulb goes off and you're like, okay, I can do this. I know I was made for more. Mm. So in these last few minutes that we do have together um, in that regard again, or, or, or in, in any other context, you may find it. Uh, what is your, what is the message you would send out to somebody who is looking to be that more? And I, and I say it that way, by the way, intentionally that for me, it, it's not necessarily having more, but it's being more. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what, what are your thoughts on that? And what would be your message to the uh, audience who are looking The shiny objects, they don't really matter. At the end of our days, it's our legacy. It's how we made people feel about themselves. Mm -hmm. Again, back to the significance. Mm -hmm. And leaving a stamp on this earth that people remember you by. Because if you really think about it, in our finite time here, we have the choice. We have the choice to start doing it today or we have the choice just to be complacent in our day and mm-hmm. it's that choice is yours mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's powerful that's powerful coming down again to uh what, what are your priorities what are the choices you make and that uh that either makes you or breaks you right so that's right uh, uh, coming up on the end here, uh, is there anything else you would, uh, any kind of good advice, words of wisdom, uh, even requests or anything to our uh, listening audience? What, what are the words of wisdom that come to the surface in Julie Loken? This 
it's just the first thing that comes to my mind, which is always a scary place to be. <laughs> but today I want you to be yourself. I want you to be yourself today, but I want you to be the most brilliant part of yourself. I want you to be intentional about letting your brilliance shine, mm-hmm. letting your brilliance shine because it's there. Ooh, I love that. I love that. Really encouraging words. Uh, I can, and I think so many people need, need to hear it. Uh, I, I just get the sense in my own experience that most of us don't even think about shining. We are, as uh, a metaphor I use a lot, uh, we're just treading water, not soaring higher, not diving deeper, but just following along with the current that life gives us and uh, not thinking so much about uh, what the possibilities are, what the options are. But there are options, I hear you saying. There There are are options, and you have that choice. There's no dead end in the road. You just make a U-turn. Make a U-turn. Make a U-turn. I love it. Yeah. So how can people best reach you and see all that uh, your um, agency has to offer? Well, we love just to have a conversation with people and see understand the pulse of just what everyone is going through. So you can DM us on Instagram crown underscore compass girls, or just jump on our website, www.crownandcompasslifecoaching.com and just Mm. check us out because you'll be obsessed. Mm. (laughs) You got a great team that you're working with yourself and, and the others. So I, uh, I underscore that as well. Uh, Check in on Crown and Compass, check in on Julie and, uh, and see what the possibilities are in your life and, uh, and embrace that. Join the journey. Join the mm-hmm. journey of other people who become obsessed with uh, becoming more. Julie, thanks for being here. Any, any final thoughts or words you want to share? You are just the best. This is an amazing podcast. And oh, thanks. Jeff is doing amazing things and changing the world. So check out his stuff as well. Because uh, he inspires me every day. Got good coaches. So thank you. Hey, take care and uh, uh, hope to uh, talk to you again soon, perhaps. Bye for now. Thank you, Jeff. Oh.